This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello and welcome to The Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of the hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Hey, you, 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 you started off all off balance. Yeah. You said the intro wrong. I was I was trying to uh, get the to get the uh, the the stopwatch going so I can so I can count down the seconds till I'm done with this. No, just to keep track of time because sometimes, especially nowadays, when we're recording over Zoom uh, or or FaceTime rather, um, I just want to make sure we get our corporation straight, our technology straight. Um, Thank you. I lose track of time because we we just spend an hour uh, flapping our gums about uh, nonsense. Yeah, we do, it's, and it's we didn't an, even record old, it. Yeah, it's an old fashioned uh, chat and chew. Yeah, right. Chewing the fat. How are you doing this week, Tim? Tom, I'm starting to get pretty stir crazy. I don't know why it was this week after like almost a year, but uh, get me out of here. Let me do things <laughs> for <laughs> Christ's sakes. Uh. You should. I've been thinking about taking a trip to Cancun. Maybe you'd like to join me. Um, it seems like there's a lot going on right now. <laughs> probably not the best idea. Um, I think probably the reason why you're feeling stir crazy is we just had another big snow in New York right as the snow finally melted. <laughs> so yeah. it just kind of feels like, oh God, again! Like we 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 just got done with this. Yeah, um, it's it's disheartening to say the least. Yeah. Um, look, Tom, I, I can't be cooped up like this. I have a plan. Uh-oh. Oh, jeez, kind of... is this the kind of plan that I'm going to read about in the newspaper one day? No, I'm not ambitious to pull off a plan like that. <laughs> okay. Um, in fact, this is a, a bare minimum plan. It's kind of like a challenge. Okay. Um, You know when people are like, Hey, let's uh, do a thirty-day get fit challenge or something. Right, or let's let's do the cinnamon challenge. No, that's where you. That's where teens will eat a thing of cinnamon and yeah. screw up their lungs for their whole <laughs> life or something, or have to go to the hospital. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, no, it's not like that. This is a a better uh, like uh, to 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 self betterment situation. Mm. Um. But it's very low stakes. Tom, here's the deal. For one week, it's the it's it's the complete guide to everything. One week bare minimum challenge. The complete guide to everything. Send money to Tom challenge. No. All right. Here's what it is. Let's Every see day who for can send the most money to Tom. Tom. All right. Give out your address. Have him. Have him. You can Venmo money. me. Let's see. Let's see who can send me the most money. What's your Venmo? It's Tom Reynolds, I think. Hmm. Geez, double check. <laughs> yeah, don't don't send me stuff. money. I don't need it. No, the challenge. For Unless me, you've Tom, got I... too much money, and it's just you know it's becoming like a detriment to your life. If you're in some kind of like a Scrooge type situation where. You know, you've like uh, alienated your family and stuff because you care so much about money. Then you can send me money and I'll happily, you know, I, then it's more about me helping you. Yeah. Or if you're in like a Brewster's Million situation where you have to give it away. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Look no further than me if you're in a Brewster's <laughs> Million situation. I think it's poor form, Tom. I know. I, look, I don't, I haven't opened. You haven't opened your books entirely to me, but I I think you're doing okay right now. I think mm-hmm. it's poor form for you to be begging for money on the internet. It's right not now. begging, Tim. It's a challenge. It's giving people something to do. 
All right. Will you take the complete guide to everything? Bare minimum. Well, I just challenge? and I just found out I have I have almost twenty dollars in my Venmo right now that I haven't even transferred to my bank account. Wow. All right. See. So maybe stop hitting up our listeners. All right. Will you commit to this challenge? No. You can't even tell me what it is. It's easy. It's the bare minimum. Will you commit to my challenge? Send you money? <laughs> yeah, the send Tom money challenge. I mean, I have a feeling you've been stealing money from me <laughs> for years. No, Tim, I am so fair. I have like so many chances to steal money from you, and I never do. I, I know, and I don't believe that you don't. <laughs> no, if I... Because I feel like this is all part of it. You'll be like, no. If I did, would I, I would joke just about never want to. I would it? never want to bring it up. I would. Uh... No, that's what you think. Yeah, but it's 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 a whole reverse psychology situation, Tom. I know you're stealing from me. It's fine if if you need I, it. That's fine. I literally sent you all of our financial records this week. You can audit them. Yeah, I have I have a question. Should I should I uh, should I. Bring it up. Who's this question? Or an open book. All right, Tom. We have a corporate credit card. Mm-hmm. Um, and we use it for expenses. This 2020, there were not very many expenses. No, we, we didn't yeah, leave the house. But it's usually like uh, for every month, certainly in, in 2020, uh, I think the highest it ever got was $150, right? <laughs> that we put. Yeah, exactly. Why do we carry a balance on that credit card? <laughs> Why don't you pay off that balance? Because like every other month, like there's maybe fifteen, twenty dollars. It's like you know, the server costs for yeah. a website or some shit. I don't know, but like why you always pay the minimum and so we carry a balance and we have to pay interest charges why are you doing that with our with wow, our corporate the, what, what an interesting conversation i have on the show uh i think it's because i i i'll i'll actually look at that because i have it just set up to auto pay and i thought it was set to auto pay uh maybe not the whole balance but like the whole balance if it was like under a certain amount because sometimes we do have like when I mean, right. it didn't happen this year, but like when we fly to uh, London and do shows and stuff, then yeah, we we usually do carry a balance for for a couple of months. <sighs> Maybe you're not the best steward of our finances, Tom. Well, only one way to find out, and that's by competing right. in the "Send Tom Your Money" challenge. Uh, second question, uh-huh. and this is I think this might be the true gotcha. <laughs> Uh, the credit card mm-hmm. is issued by the same bank that you use personally for okay. your personal finances, mm-hmm. and it's somehow linked to that. To, so that, like, I've never been able to activate my <laughs> corporate credit card. Uh-huh. I, uh, so, but it's linked to your account somehow, and it is a corporate re- rewards card. Yes, are you getting those points uh, applied to your personal? No, and in fact, I just noticed that the other day that we have a decent number of rewards, and I went. Are you going to buy me a gift for it? You're going <laughs> to make me feel bad now. No, oh, I no, was going to surprise you with a trip to Cancun. Um, no, I I actually like clicked through the rewards uh, to the rewards site, and it was down, and I thought that was bullshit because it didn't say it was down; it just wasn't working. Um, hmm. Because in the past, I have used those to have redeemed them for like Amazon cards or whatever. And for yourself? No, we split them. No, I've never gotten that. It was years ago. I mean, I we don't we don't use the card that much to like work up that many points. But in the past, we've gotten like a twenty five dollar Amazon card and split it. I don't remember that ever happening. Yeah, I never well, got a twelve dollar and fifty cent Amazon gift card from it's you. With it's it's in your best interest to pretend like you don't remember it. So I understand. Why is it in my best interest? <laughs> because then you can you can not you don't have to apologize for accusing me of theft. Uh, you could just you know say, oh, uh, I I did not recall. So you're. Your argument is you're not stealing from me, uh-huh. but if I find evidence that you're stealing from me, it's in my best interest to 
not call you out on it? No, it's in your best interest that if I explain it to you for you to still just plead ignorance and be like, oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I think you steal from me sometimes. But if I... if. If you said that you gave me an Amazon gift card, uh huh, you never ever gave me an Amazon gift card. I don't think I gave you once. I think I had, I think I got like a $20 gift card and I said, I'm going to use this for an Amazon card and I'm just going to give you 10 bucks. Is that cool? And you were, that's, that's a different story. That's the, an the, even better story. story. Changed. Yeah, you should have said it originally and I might have fallen no, for it. No, twice. I think one time I got us two $25 gift cards, but another time we didn't have enough money for enough points for that. So I got one and just gave you $10 or something. That's not true. You're you're talking anyway, to, you're also you're complaining about you're simultaneously complaining that the most our credit card ever has on it is $150 and that it has it essentially hasn't been used in a year. But uh, you somehow think I'm sitting on a pile of corporate reward points that I'm using for extravagant vacations and not telling you about them. No, no, Tom. I am saying you've had this card for a decade now, mm-hmm. and I've never seen the fruits of, of the... In 2020, we twice. had record low expenses because we, we didn't travel internationally like we did every other year. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm saying in the decade, we've accrued a significant amount of points of which I've never seen the fruits of those points. So I'm accusing you, yes of redeeming those and not sharing the bounty with me, your business partner. I'm looking. I, I've i got evidence of this somewhere. I've got evidence and I'm going to, I'm going to see in court for slandering me like this. And it makes me so mad because like, that is the one place where I do think about screwing you over uh, by just taking all those reward points. Because it is the one place place where I'm like, ah, he wouldn't know. And it's not real money. It's reward points. Maybe I should. That's that's a one time I have the little devil on my shoulder. And even though I do the right thing, now I'm getting uh, called. I'm sorry. I should give you an award for not stealing money from me, Tom. Wow. I should give you an award for, for considering stealing from me, but then not going through with it. Yeah, that re- deserves more of an award or reward than if it never even occurred to me. If it never occurred to me, then I don't deserve any accolades. But if it occurred to me, but then I said, no, I'm not going to do that. That's wrong. Uh, then at the very least, you shouldn't accuse me of using that exact uh, uh, line of thought. There is one time where I took something, and I'm trying to remember what it was. And I think it was like literally... Something where I was like, it's going to be more of a pain in the ass to tell Tim about this because he's going to think I'm like stealing more than I'm than I am. So I'll just steal this ten dollars. See, the way that you're talking, you're setting this up. I even like we get these like weird ten dollar checks sometimes from uh, from Audible for like ads we had years and years ago. And they're made out to Tom Reynolds. And I still put them in the complete guide account. Um, I didn't see any evidence of that in 2020. Well, it happened years prior. <laughs> it's extremely rare. Tom, why are we fighting like this? I thought we could do a fun challenge. What? If, what the hell? You didn't even tell me what the challenge is. I know. Every time, every time I started bringing up the challenge, you started begging people to send you money. Not begging, challenging them to send me money. Are you a coward? Prove you're not. Enter the, the send money to Tom challenge. It's just going to be a challenge to take a 10-minute walk every day. Oh, a 10-minute walk challenge? Yeah. What? thought it'd be nice. It'll get us out of the apartment. I take a 10-minute walk. I, I walk the dog. Oh, you want me to take a walk with you for 10 minutes every day? No. No. If you, Look, I just wanted... I thought it'd be a nice thing. I think a lot of people are feeling cooped up, and uh, I think if if you don't make it a point to go outside every day, mm-hmm. you, you might realize you know you're you're inside. I thought it'd be a nice thing, and then you had to turn it into this acrimonious argument about finances and asking people to send you money, even though you've not asking, amassed. challenging. 
<laughs> even though I've amassed tens of thousands in, in credit card rewards points. Yeah, that are to this day unaccounted for in any official they way. They are accounted. They're all on that freaking... The reason you know about it is because they're all just sitting in the account, not being used. Um, I think we mentioned before, we established earlier, that I can't get into that account because it's tied to your personal account. Well, that's not my fault. Just want to... You don't have to do it. I'm going to take a walk every day. Good. Why don't you take a walk right now? Okay, Tom. I hope we can put that ugliness behind us because this should be an episode topic that unites us. We should be yeah. in agreement more than we're we're uh, adversarial it's, on this on this true. episode, right? I so think most take... pe- most people, except for vegans and the lactose intolerant, <laughs> the lactose intolerant, those intolerant <laughs> of lactose. I mean, you know who you are. Yeah. In in this day and age, uh, I have no tolerance for that kind of intolerance. Exactly. Um, yeah, I think everybody should be with us. I don't know. There's some people that don't like just. Yeah, in the words of Steve Urkel, got any cheese? Yeah. And this week, the answer is yes. Yes, we do. Got some cheese. Yeah, well, I don't actually have any cheese on me, but but I I have some thoughts on cheese. Have you have you eaten cheese today? Um, have I eaten cheese today? Yeah, I'm like, have I eaten cheese? I had pizza for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I I put some Parmesan on my uh, on my pasta. So guess what? You got you might not have pe- uh, cheese on you, but you got some cheese in you right it's now. True, I'm sure I have cheese on me too. I'm a I'm, <laughs> I am such no, a. I actually do have cheese. <laughs> sure. Oh yeah, for for the <laughs> listeners at home, I can see that Tim does have cheese on his shirt. I don't. Parm. I don't know if it's. I, I think it's probably like a mix of things, but I find like every day I spill food on myself now. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think you should see a doctor. Not like a lot of food, but uh, I don't know if it's just because like. I'm not as careful because I'm not out. So I'm like, eh, like, I mean, that's, you know, I spill something on me and I have like a little spot or whatever. I'm like, eh, I still wear that for like two more days before I put it in the wash. So do you think we're all going to act like Neanderthals, like our first few weeks back out in society? Like we're just, the restaurants are just going to be a mess of <laughs> people just like chewing with their mouth open and stuff. Maybe it's either that or it's going to go the other way where, you know, we're going to be wearing tuxedos everywhere. Yeah, uh, it's spilling. Before we get too much further, I do want to give credit to uh, uh, LineZ91 on our subreddit. This was their suggestion. Cheese, I can't believe the fellas haven't done an episode about cheese yet. I couldn't believe it either. Yeah, when I saw that, I said this time, I can't believe it. Yeah, oh, you did? You didn't just uh, automatically accuse this person of being a liar and... I had to verify. That maybe we had done verify. an episode on cheese, but they stole it. Tom, I thought we were we agreed that we were going to. Uh, we're not going to do this. All right, this all is right. this is a uniting topic. Fine. Yes, I. This had... isn't a Tim topic or a Tom topic. It it's it's both. Yes, it's a universal topic. Um. So to answer your earlier question, I have had cheese today. Is that why you asked? Or why yeah, did no, you no. ask? No, you said uh, you said you didn't have any cheese on you, and I just oh, wanted I to see. point out that you have cheese in you. Do you um, have there's cheese, cheese in all of us? Do you have cheese every day? Would you say, or most days? Probably not yeah, every I day. Would, I would say most days. Yeah. Um, if we're being honest, Tom, I'd like to not eat as much cheese as I eat. Yes. Um, I think uh, it's probably the least healthy thing that I eat on a daily basis. If I could cut that out, even man. even more than the the king size Snicker bars you eat every day. I, Tom, I'll tell you something. Mm-hmm. A- about a year ago, we got a whole bunch of Take Five bars, <laughs> oh, right, um, and other from Hershey's. delicious 
Reese's uh, delicacies. Right before the quarantine began. It was the best. It was like uh, the the best three months of my life were uh, March through uh, (laughs) May of 2020. Yeah, it was like, well, I I can't leave my house, but there's a room of my house that's a candy store now. But I haven't had a candy bar since that last take five. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the last uh, candy bar. I, I got mean, some... we're grown-ups. Yeah. So, like, so we should often... be, eat as much candy as we want. We're allowed to. Nobody's mm. telling us we can't. Do you eat cheese every day? You eat pizza every day. I don't eat pizza every day. Um, there was a time when I knew that you ate pizza every oh, day. Oh, yeah. Of course. I mean, there have been... Because I did, too. We both <laughs> eat pizza yeah. every day. Um, no, I don't eat pizza every day. I, I definitely eat cheese most days. Not every day, but most days. I mean, cheese just makes it, it doesn't make everything better. There's some food that, you know, cheese doesn't work on, but I find that I mostly like types of food where adding a little cheese, uh, just makes it even that much better. Yeah. What I, Tom. I was going to say what I don't have is for a period in quarantine, I was buying like bricks of like Cracker Barrel cheese to have as a snack. And that had to stop because it it didn't last long enough as a snack. Yeah, um, I want uh, I want to talk about that later. But I think, okay. uh, yeah, put a pin in that. But mm-hmm. first, let's just cut the malarkey here, Tom. Cut the cheese. You know let's what that means? Get it out of the way. What's 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 the best cheese? Um, we're not gonna wait. We're not gonna hold people make make people. You know, we're not gonna do a, a protracted top ten list where people have to wait till yeah a full hour into the episode before they hear what the best cheese is. Um, I would say it, it depends on my mood a little bit. Sometimes I'm in the mood. No, for no. If you, if, but if listen, you if you go. would let me finish. Well, if you'd stop rambling. <laughs> I'm trying to give my thoughts, Tim. People want to hear. I asked they a don't simple wanna... question, a direct yeah, question, you would a love one it. or two word You answer. would love if this show was just, you know, both of us just filled out a form every week. And then a man came on and he just read the form. He just read the questions and the answers. It was a scantron. I had to fill in the little ovals. I couldn't, couldn't even write, you know, uh, anything in it. That's your ideal podcast. Sorry, Tim. Sorry I have a personality and I like to give some of my thoughts to the world. These are wonderful thoughts so far. (laughs) I was going to say, yes, sometimes it depends on my mood. However, ultimately, my favorite cheese is cheddar cheese. Yeah, it's cheddar. That's that's the correct. There's only one answer. Yeah. Okay. It's versatile. You can put on it like well, and there's if, a lot of different types of cheddar too. Like you could have you could have a cheese tray just full of cheddar, and it could have a multitude of varieties. Yeah, if they got rid of all the if if you had to choose one cheese, cheddar would be great because like look, I'd eat a pizza that had cheddar cheese instead of mozzarella. Yes, yeah. yeah, yes, the cheddar cheese is delicious. Suck it, mozzarella, which I also like. Yeah. Maybe you'd like to suck on some mozzarella. Uh, mozzarella stick, Tom. You'd like you'd like to uh, suck all the the mozzarella water off it before the curds <laughs> off the way before Tom. you give it to a customer. <laughs> I uh, hey, can you uh, I, suck the curds off that before you give it to me? I'm a vegetarian in part because I did work in a butcher shop and I mm-hmm. saw how gross kind of the, um, the process the sausage of, being made. I literally, I watched sausage being made. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just that is, and I always think about how, yeah, like, you know, food can be kind of gross, like, especially like if fast food, you're like, you never know what you're going to eat. Mm-hmm. But I always think like, it's only like non meat can only be so gross because it's just like plants and stuff. Right. However, <laughs> if you think about cheese for more than 10 seconds. Yeah. Um, ugh, what sicko came up with this process? Like how? Che- and also like why, why did they think that was okay? Cheese is one of those foods that I think about that like if aliens came down and they saw us eating cheese that they'd be like, what the hell is wrong with you people? Like, why are you doing that? 
you're taking the milk out of that animal that's meant to to feed its infants and you're just like eh, let's leave it out for a while <laughs> let's have it start then, going like, bad rape things yeah. yeah there's always a whole process a complicated process i tried to look up how cheese was made today i still don't understand it yeah i saw like i looked at a uh i i googled um uh how to make cheese at home and the only kind of cheese you can make at home is like crap you wouldn't even want to eat. Would you ever try to make a cheese at home? I always see because like I watch a lot of YouTube videos about like mm-hmm. it's making food from scratch. Yeah. Um. In my ideal world, I would have the time. I do have the time these days, <laughs> but you know, um, the patience to like make everything that I eat from scratch. Right. Right. Um. But cheese, God, I never want to take part in that sick sick ritual i could see maybe as like a uh like a hobby or like in retirement getting into cheese making um yeah. just because i feel too complicated you gotta well, like heat things up a lot i was gonna say it's complicated and it also seems like it needs a lot of patience because you won't know if you screwed something up right away you kind of have to wait and then probably eat something and get sick <laughs> to know. Right. Uh, but also, I think it's not worth making your own cheese at home unless you're going to make like a ton of cheese. If you're going to make, you know, a half pound of cheese or something, it's like, no, just go to the store and buy that for a few bucks. Yeah, I mean, but that that could be said for anything, right? Like, you yeah, make a but pizza at home, you could just go buy a slice of pizza for a couple pizza's dollars. Pizza's a lot easier to make at home than, than uh, cheese. Not the way I make it. I'm just saying, if you're making... Well, I make the cheese from scratch when I make pizza. So. Well, I could see then that would take a long time. So then I got to make all the other stuff as well. Um, I just think if you're making if you're making something that requires that kind of time investment, then you got to like make a big batch of it. Otherwise, right. it, it's just kind of not worth it. Well, I mean, what do you mean worth it? What if it's fulfilling... You know, well, yeah, maybe not. Maybe process. not worth it is the wrong way to put it. But if it's going to take People you a- knit sweaters, are you like <laughs> ever hear of old navy dot com? Dick <laughs> ever hear of the loom? Um, I would. I'm just saying if you're going to spend like a, a month aging cheese or whatever, uh, you know, double up the recipe. You might as well make a bunch of it because it's going to take a while to make more. All right. Hey, uh, Tom's cheese tip. Yeah. Make double the amount of cheese that, that you think you'll <laughs> Maybe need. Maybe even more. I'm just saying whether you're making one slice of cheese or like a, one of those like 10 big wheels of cheese is going to take you about the same amount of time. So you might as well make a bunch. All right. Uh, did cheese ever... Um, all right. Let, hey, let's get <laughs> right into it, cheese ever Tom. hurt you? <laughs> no, I... Is, have you ever met a cheese that you don't like? Um, yeah. I mean, I I have some stuff on this, but I remember there was this cheese when, uh, like, when I was younger that my family would get sometimes that was, like, within a, like, tray of cheese or whatever for, like, appetizers that, like, everybody thought tasted so good. This cheese smelled exactly like our dog, and I hated it. <laughs> Like, I mean, it smelled exactly like our dog to the point where I was like, did did the dog get into this cheese? It smells like him. Um, was everybody like, no, that's why we like it. No, it, I just remember that. We like it because it smells like the dog that we love so much. <laughs> I just remember that like completely grossed me out. And it wasn't even necessarily a bad smell. It's the same way like body odor kind of smells like onions. So, like, you know, uh, the smell of onions, you could be like, hmm, smells like somebody's cooking something great. And then you come around the uh, the corner and it's a locker room and it's a bunch yeah. of sweaty jocks in there. You go, oh, cooking up is hunks. Yeah. So it's it's the same to me where I I got why other people could have liked it because they didn't have the context of this smells like our dog. Or some of them, you know, it was family, family coming over, so it wasn't their dog. You know, maybe that helped. How how much variance do you think there was in the smell of dogs? 
I don't. Know, well, assholes. just different coats smell different. Dogs smell different. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I think it never serves anybody to smell cheese too closely. I um, feel like that can only. It nah, never smells good some, when you really no, get up in it. No, sometimes cheese tastes, smells very good. No, it's, cheese is one of those things. I think any kind of dairy, if you smell it hard enough, then y- you can't figure out if it's uh, if it's rotten or not. If it's if it's good or bad. What about ice cream? Don't go smell smell ice cream. See what happens when you walk into an ice cream. Freeze, shop. You'll, you'll freeze your damn nose <laughs> off, Tom. That's what will happen when you walk into an ice cream shop and it smells like ice cream. That's great. Nah, it's kind of gross. I was reading up about. Limburger cheese. Mm-hmm. That's the stinkiest cheese. Yeah. Uh, and I realized I was like, <laughs> sorry, I'm, uh, I was waiting for the interesting part. I know that you wanted to show off your personality. Well, I was, <laughs> I was reading about <laughs> I was it. letting you go without interrupting. And you. I was like, how do I know? So, how do I know that about Limburger cheese? That's the stinkiest Nickelodeon. cheese. Well, on the, on the Wikipedia, it says reactions to and misinterpretations of the smell of Limburger cheese were gags used in l- numerous Looney Tunes, Little Rascals, and the Three Stooges comedy shorts. <laughs> It's like, oh, that's those are the three things that I know that from. Then, Tom, are you the chi- are you a child of the nineteen forties? <laughs> I don't know. It's just I've I've watched a lot of that stuff. And I think that's why I have the these outdated uh, ideas about cheese. That's why everybody thinks you're weird, Tom. <laughs> well, I, I get it. Um, the the. Reason why Limburger cheese smells so bad is that it has this uh, bacteria in it that is the same bacteria that's uh, on human skin and partially responsible for body odor and particularly foot odor. Anything with a bacteria that is uh, responsible for BO, let's not make that a food. (laughs) Let's let's all agree that- Hey, let's not eat it. (laughs) Yeah, this is a thing. We're not going to put it on stuff anymore. Um, but the, oh yeah. And then uh, this is disgusting. Uh, apparently a Limburger sandwich is popular in some parts of the world. A Limburger sandwich is a slice, two slices of rye bread, uh, a healthy smearing of Limburger cheese, a slice of onion and a strong black coffee. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the onion, like everything except for the Limburger cheese I'm on board for. Yeah, I don't want to eat a cheese and onion sandwich while I'm having a strong black coffee. I love strong black coffee, but I don't want to have it with that. It just that Tom, just sounds. How many cheese and onion sandwiches did we do we have when we go over to London? Yeah, but I have those at lunch and dinner time and snack time. I don't eat. I don't. I, sometimes I guess I do have them with a the coffee, but um, I don't know. That just seems. I think you might like it, Tom. Try that, it. You might like it. That just seems like. The type of meal that would tell you somebody's an alien pretending to be a human <laughs> having that. Oh, and the last thing I want to mention about Limburger cheese, uh, a study showing that uh, the malaria mosquito is attracted equally to the smell of Limburger and to the smell of human feet earned the Nobel Prize in 2006 in the area of biology. The results were published, of the say were published in the medical journal, uh, the, Lan- the Lancet, in November 1996. That's all it takes to get a that Nobel must have been Prize? A slow, uh, slow biology <laughs> year, huh? Right? Where it's like, well, yeah, that kind of, it makes sense that, oh, both these things give off, have the same bacteria, Maybe malaria flies are attracted to that bacteria. Let's let's do a quick test this afternoon. <laughs> I don't think it would even take that much. That's like a science a science fair thing you could do. Yeah, and like, what does that even prove? Cool. We'll yeah, yeah. Put, we'll put out cheese. In, in yeah, I guess. I guess it's that developing it's a, nations. Yeah, that that these flies are attracted to body odor. It's like, well, they're also in like extremely hot climates where there's not much you can do about there being body odor. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Nobel Prize. Un- we should we should keep our, our ears to the, the ground. Nobel Prize. I've been saying it for years. Nobel Prize sucks. It's a scam. It sounds like a scam. If, if that science fair uh, project can win, Tim, we got to keep our, 
our ears to the ground about uh, some experiments we can do. Maybe win ourselves a Nobel yeah. Prize. We need to do, yeah. I think just in general, we should start doing more science projects. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by AuraFrames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an AuraFrame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these AuraFrames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an AuraFrame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Let's get back down to cheese. Yeah. Tom. I guess I could add a better line to come <laughs> out of the break. Yeah, you uh, you're, you came in all gung ho, and you didn't really have much. Tom, cheese is a versatile food. I want to ask you this: What is your favorite use of cheese? Like, uh, look, do you like just taking a bite out of a, a hunk of cheese? Mm -hmm. Do you like it when it's melted on things? Do you like it uh, as an accoutrement on a on a sandwich? All of the above, Tim. If this were one of the scantrons you had me filling out for the show, I would say all of the above. Okay. But I do, I would say probably my favorite way to eat cheese is just on its own. You know, oh, see, maybe with a grape or something. I think that's the grossest thing you can do. Oh, you're a sick man. No, I mean, look, we have, we have, we have not, uh, I wasn't disparaging you. I, I <laughs> for me, I don't like that. Uh, ever since I was a little kid, if, the thought of taking just like a bite of cheese. Makes me want to barf. I remember one time, what's that? Uh, what's that cheese that is in like the the red wax? Circle? Oh, baby bell. A baby bell. Yeah. Um, I remember uh, a friend of mine brought it. Over, lived next door. Mm -hmm. Um, brought it over to my house. We went in the bushes <laughs> to eat it because <laughs> you do. Jesus you know when you're like three. Yeah, well or that four. that was your your uh, your parents' rules. <laughs> no, I don't know. Did you have like bushes in your yard that like you'd hang out in? Um, not in or my like yard, behind? but but like neighbors and stuff. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It was a cool thing to just like hang out behind. Some yeah, bushes. sometimes sometimes there were ways to like kind of get into a bush. Uh, yeah, and yeah, it's cool. It was a cool place to be when you're four years old. I just remember not knowing what it was, taking a bite out of it. I, I was smart enough to take the wax off, or I was shown <laughs> yeah. to take the wax off. But just like it tasted so vile, I just chewed it right out of my mouth. Um, and then I would think about it for like <laughs> apparently, apparently for over thirty years. <laughs> no, but for some reason, I always thought that like since I spit it out behind mm -hmm. that bush. 
that it was always just there. And I always <laughs> thought about like, it, it must have been only Did you think a, like cheese, a cheese bush was going to grow one day? No, I just thought like, Ugh, imagine going back there and seeing <laughs> that cheese all chewed up on the ground still. Yeah, that, that cheese was eaten by a bird or squirrel within five minutes of you leaving there. Yeah, well, I didn't know that. I was, I was a dumb kid. Um, so I take it if you don't like um, uh, eating cheese on its own like that, that you are not a fan of cheese curds. Um, are those fried generally? Deep fried? Yeah, yeah. Not always. That's but, fine. But it's got yeah. Anything with breading on it, I'm I'm fine. Okay, but you wouldn't like it, like it you know on me, its own. I love, I love a dang mozzarella stick. Yeah, I. I I am a mozzarella stick monster. I'm a monster reller. <laughs> what? I'm a monster reller, Tom. Um, yeah, they're they're often fried as like an appetizer uh, that would be mm-hmm. offered in lieu of mozzarella sticks at a yeah. at a restaurant. But like, you can eat I them can not take... fried, and they're delicious. Yeah, they're like I a Wisconsin delicacy or like a Midwest mm-hmm. delicacy. All right. Well, next time I'm in the Midwest, um, I mean, I guess every time I've been in the Midwest, I have just eaten a ton of cheese in, <laughs> yeah. in every single way. Honestly, remember when we went, to, Tom, do you remember two years ago when we went to Chicago? Uh-huh. Uh, do you remember how much cheese we ate? Like, I honestly thought um, I was unwell from the amount of <laughs> cheese, that, whereas like, Oh no! Like I'm going to have a medical episode. Like my body can't handle this much cheese. Well, yeah. I mean, you you're paranoid about about like judging by the way you get afraid of things. You have like an impossibly frail body that you should be living in a bubble or something. But whenever I leave New York, I'm always afraid that I'm going to die in the It's like, oh, I'm going to die away from home. And then and then in your obituary, it will say, it turns out he wasn't a true New Yorker after all. Exactly. Tim died. My biggest fear. Tim died as he lived, a fraud in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> Tim died in Chicago. Hmm. Makes you wonder, why wasn't he in New York? Yeah. Hmm cause of death too many mozzarella sticks well that sounds suspicious um no that they'd be like ah it sounds like tim <laughs> but i will say that cheese is one of those unique foods where and everybody's different but like everybody has a uh like set amount of cheese it can process within a certain amount of time <laughs> And if you go and like that goes all the way from lactose intolerance of like I can't have any even to all the way up to cheese freak. There's still a limit. And once you go past that limit, I feel like your body is just like, well, we got no more enzymes to deal with this. So what do you want us to do? <laughs> We're going to just like put it right into the veins. Like, <laughs> lock up the veins. I think it's just like we'll just put it anywhere where we can find a spot for now yeah. and we'll deal with it later. Um, would you would you consider yourself a cheese freak, Tom? Cheese. Uh, I just wanted to point out cheese curds are also on poutine, the Canadian treat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Which again, I I enjoy poutine, mm-hmm. um, and I will say that that's not just cheese alone. There's there's gravy and there's yeah, there's French uh, fries. frites with yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, poutine is one of those things that I didn't think I would like. Frites. Frites. Uh, uh, I didn't think I would like, and I don't know why, because then I had it, and I was like, this is great. I love this. Yeah. I also had poutine at a Burger King, at a Canadian Burger King. <laughs> That's where you want to really experience That's it. where I got the full experience of uh, Canadian poutine. Um, what was your question? I don't remember. <laughs> um. It was another question about cheese, if I recall. Perhaps. I, I feel like you have an agenda, Tom, that you're trying to push. You want to talk about Limburger. You want to talk about curds. No, I mean, we can talk about, since we're talking about cheese curds, because this is similar, um, uh, halloumi, or yeah, a.k.a. grilling cheese, um, which, what a treat. 
surprisingly uncommon in the United States, considering how common I've seen it in 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 uh, Europe. Yeah, they're, uh, eating, uh, they're eating halloumi constantly. I I was looking into it a little bit, um, like why that is, and um, from what I can find, halloumi it seems like it's most like a mid uh, Middle East thing, like that's where it came out because it's uh, I think sheep and goat milk. Mm-hmm. Um, it's have a, sheep and goats here. Though. I know. Uh, basically, the thing if you haven't had it, it is a cheese with a very. We also have a lot of people here that hate anything from the Middle East. <laughs> uh, I mean, hummus has uh, grown in popularity, has grown in leaps and strides. It's still like a punchline on like Last Man Standing and stuff. Well, though. Like, I told you to stop watching that show, Tim. I like to get angry, <laughs> and also, you know. T- I keep thinking maybe he'll do the from uh from <laughs> Well home didn't he have an episode where where Tim Allen from Home Improvement? Tim Taylor rather I missed that episode. <laughs> well there's no way to watch it until it re- until it's a rerun. I'm waiting for the rerun <laughs> this summer. Um So it's uh but it is like a squeaky cheese and basically the the the, the genius thing about it is it has an extremely high melting point which means mm-hmm. you can grill it and fry it and it doesn't just burn and get destroyed yeah or so, like melt away yeah so it, it keeps its shape but it gets like a nice little like brown like uh you know crusty uh, little grill layer on it and when you heat it up like it doesn't melt but it gets soft um mm-hmm. It's just very good. And yeah, uh, when I was looking into it, because apparently it's like not, there's a lot of cheeses like it, uh, which is, I think, what me and you find here. Um, the, the, the brand that we find here is, I think, based on like uh, how it's made in the Dominican Republic. That's like a big thing there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and because, you know, we live in New York City. Uh, there's a you know demand for foods from all over the world, so luckily we have access to it. We are so open minded, Tom. We should pat ourselves on the back. The the last time, this well, cheese. Uh, you know, we're very welcoming of all cheeses from all walks of life. Well, I was very upset because the last time I went to the supermarket to get it, they didn't have it labeled as grilling cheese anymore, grilling with an apostrophe. Um, but I found uh, queso de freire, freire, which I think is fried. I think it's just cheese, cheese, fried cheese, cheese you can fry. Um, and it was uh, very similar. But then I looked it up on the website of uh, the Tropical Company. That's who makes it. And uh, mm-hmm. it's not the same. It's, it's something different. But it tasted, tasted the same. I get self-conscious when I eat halloumi because of all the squeaking. <laughs> you well you have like weird teeth thing you don't you don't like cold on your teeth you don't like your teeth to squeak yeah i feel like you've told me in the past that you feel like you have especially squeaky teeth i think so only because i'm the only <laughs> one talking about all the squeaking that happens when i'm trying to eat some halloumi and uh sometimes i bring it up and people just uh look at me strange now what do you think would cause that what do you think would cause your teeth to be squeakier than the average person's i don't know something about the enamel i mean maybe it has something to do with why my teeth are more sensitive than uh, normal teeth oh maybe you don't have enough enamel yeah Mm. it's exactly what i exactly what i just said and then you said it as if you thought of it I'm gonna look into this, Tim. We're gonna find a way to get some more enamel on those teeth. Thank you. I would. I would. I would like that. I think I know a website where I can order some enamel straight from China, and we can just paint it on there. Get get that. I mean, I, get that squeaking taken care of. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not a deal breaker when it comes to 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 halloumi, but it's it's definitely a roadblock. What is your favorite type of cheese to have on a sandwich? Ooh, Tom, mm-hmm. I think I got to go with a Swiss. Really? Now, huh, 
a Swiss. Because I like a, I think it complement, and I'm thinking about, um, you know, if I'm uh, having a, uh, like a turkey sandwich or. Oh, I thought you were going to say an episode. <laughs> Why would I say that? I don't know. I thought you were talking about when you have one of your episodes. What and, kind of episodes? Uh, where you just, you, you get all upset and then somebody has to give you, you know, a special sandwich <laughs> to calm you down and get you to stop yelling. No, I just think uh, Swiss has has enough of a, a unique flavor, but it's not an overpowering flavor, and it complements mm-hmm. a, a, a nice meat on a sandwich. Now, what are your feelings on grilled Swiss cheese? Um, I think I think it's good as well. I like it. Um, I'm not I'm not look I'm not over the moon about Swiss cheese, but I think it's a nice change of pace. From from a, a cheddar or a Monterey I Jack. like a grilled Swiss cheese. However, they're dangerous because that is a real melty cheese that gets very stringy, and you gotta make sure you got a good bite. You know, don't just start swallowing as you're chewing. Make sure that yeah. Make sure it's not still attached to the sandwich before you swallow. Yeah, or who knows? Who knows what else it's attached to? And suddenly, uh, it's pulling in all <laughs> things down your throat. <laughs> right. Um. Swiss, huh? I would say, you know what, Tim? I think I'm going to have to go with a provolone on a sandwich. Hmm. The provolone. But I think similarly, it's it's a cheese that's nice, but not overpowering. It's very complementary to whatever you're 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 putting it with. Yeah. Uh. Tom. Yeah. All right. Well. Uh, well. I mean, how how do you feel about an American cheese? Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, I'll be honest, I, I I only like an American cheese if it's melted. Yeah, well, or on a burger or something. If it's not a melty cheese, if it's not a melted situation, right? American cheese is is too gross for me. Um, I there was a lot of uh, a lot of uh, chatter online about American cheese when when you gave out your Timbo recipe. Uh, a few weeks ago, yeah. um, uh, the the sandwich that is sweeping the nation, <laughs> yes, sweeping the world. Um, oh be- yeah, because some people have a very hard time finding American cheese if they're not in America. Um, I yeah. didn't know that American cheese was literally invented by Mister Kraft, like the guy that Kraft is named after. He came up really? with that cheese. Yeah. Huh. Uh, and it is sometimes referred to as John Kraft. Yeah, as store cheese, which is a pretty good because uh, you get it at the store. Yeah, but it's just like a very it's it's actually made out of like cheddar and Colby and stuff. But then they just add more like emulsifiers, like a lot of oil and, in it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like you know, it's not the best cheese you can get, but. It's the cheapest cheese, and it melts very easily. So if you're putting it on a, a burger on the grill or whatever, that's kind of what you want. I will say there's one exception to this, which I forgot about, because I'm thinking craft cheese. I'm thinking uh, you know individual individually wrapped slices of cheese where it's like they basically squirt the cheese into that wrapper, and then it. You know, right. cools in that wrapper and takes that wrapper shape. That American cheese you get at a deli is pretty good. Like a nice sliced, a sliced off a block of cheese. Yeah, and that's a that's a different uh, situation entirely. Yeah, but but I just forgot that that's you know another type of American cheese. Yeah, and that that's that cheese I would like put up. Against, yeah. yeah, I would put that cheese up against other cheeses. Yeah, but if you're going to have that, you might as well just have a straight-up cheddar or a jack. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it's nice. Sometimes, you know, if I'm buying cheese for sandwiches, I like just uh, regular old American cheese. Sorry if that makes me a patriot, Tim. How do you feel about monster cheese? Monster cheese. Monster cheese? Uh, Monster cheese is good. Um, It's too scary, right? A little, yeah. I'm glad you said not me. What what do you feel about um, when you buy cheese at the store, Tim? Let's say you're you're making uh, a pizza or a recipe that calls for cheese. 
do you shred the cheese yourself or do you buy it pre-shredded in a bag? Tom, I'll tell you, um, if I'm if I'm really trying to make something nice, uh-huh. like a like a fancy, if I'm trying to like uh, recreate a uh, Pizza Hut personal pan pizza, <laughs> right? <laughs> Some, something if, really nice and fancy, <laughs> or like I made a very uh, elaborate nacho platter um, for um, the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. which I didn't watch, but um, <laughs> still made really. Uh, nice nacho uh, situation, Tom. I made or, uh, jalapeno poppers, but the store was out of jalapenos, so I just had to buy these tiny peppers. Um, and were they it, spicy? No, they weren't spicy at all, which you know took it away from from it a little bit, but uh, still pretty good, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I I shred it myself because it does it doesn't have all the additives to keep it from sticking together, right? Mm. They put like cornstarch and other things in pre in pre shredded cheese, um, which is necessary otherwise. Because like if you ever shred cheese yourself, yeah, and then put it, you take it out, it'll all be clumpy and right. It won't come out. But if I'm also just buying, you know just going to make some quick quesadillas or have some some cheese around for you know who knows what i'll buy the the pre-shredded yeah but, it is uh, it is a not, nice not convenience. for date night tom right not for one of the many nights you're trying to win back your wife after just screwing up something royally burning yeah. burning Any... down the kitchen or something from the previous week's date night <laughs> Yeah. How do you feel about the pre-shredded cheese, Tom? Um, I I think it's usually what I go for, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, you're a lazy man. Well, do you shredding, even have a cheese grater? Not a big one. I've got like a little guy. Uh, it's a <laughs> yeah, real... I, yeah, I didn't think so. It's a real pain. Well, I don't have... <laughs> oh, big surprise, Tom. Oh, yeah, you don't have a cheese uh, grater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think all of us are... are uh, uh, spitting out our, our drink, we're so surprised. Well, I don't need all these fancy accoutrements just to make things up for my wife constantly because I've I've screwed up yet again, dr- driven the car into the <laughs> house or something. No, that's not. It's never happened. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. It's just easy. But I. But I will say that, like I mentioned earlier. Uh. Early on the quarantine, occasionally would buy like a brick of cheddar cheese to have as a snack and then realize not only did they offer pre-sliced bricks, but I think it was actually like cheaper for the same amount of cheese. Um, And that's a real big mistake because then everything's done for you. And then every time you open up the fridge, you can go, well, maybe just a little slice of cheese while I'm in here. Yeah, that seems like a, a a maniac's purchase. It's not a maniac purchase. It's just I don't know. It was nice. Look, it was it was the happiest time of my life when this were, was going on. It's just you know, all things must pass. You had to stop it because you were afraid you were going to die. <laughs> well, in the long run, yes. If any food's going to kill me, it's going to be cheese, right? Yeah, probably choking on a string cheese or something. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about string cheese? Um, I I could honestly take it or leave it. I've never been too crazy about it. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I feel silly peeling it off, but it's also like kind of fun. I don't know. <laughs> Look. It's fine. It's a nice snack. Yeah, it's all right. What about um, non-cow cheese, Tim, like goat cheese? Yeah, I love a goat cheese. What about a human cheese? Not uh, not a fan, I don't think. I don't think I've ever had any. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't think? I don't know. Somebody could have tricked me. Yeah, you could have bought, bought some pre-packaged shredded cheese in the store. I don't know. They might have mixed it in on a pizza at some sadistic pizzeria. Oh, Tim, uh, you go through life. You just don't trust anyone, huh? 
You think I'm yeah, stealing my, from my, you? One you of my think, best friends in the world steals from me. You constantly. think the pizzeria is mixing in human cheese to fuck with you? I don't think so. I just can't say definitively <laughs> that I mean, they never have. Um, what about blue cheese? Hate it. Enough. Enough. Mold and cheese. Get out of here. You don't. I think I did know that that you don't like blue cheese. It is a pretty I mean, gr- gross thing. They like inject it with uh you know like mold spores like it doesn't happen naturally they have to be like all right the cheese is ready now let's put some mold in it and let that mold grow yeah i mean i'll i'll eat it i just i don't particularly like it it's wild to me why i I, think you're like i i knew that about you that you don't like the thing that they inject mold into yeah that's some shame you don't you don't have a very refined palate is what i'm trying to say yeah, you, you're you're fucking hot pockets four nights a week. <laughs> your primary concern is whether or not food's gonna squeak when you eat it. That's all you care about. <laughs> or if the statistic pizza man is putting human cheese <laughs> on my pizza. Oh, that reminds me. Actually, when I was doing my research on Limburger cheese, uh, apparently, uh, like right when Limburger cheese is made. You might want to try and get, you know, get a hold of some because not only does it not smell that bad yet because the bacteria hasn't gotten to it, but it's also very chalky. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you're going to have to line up, you know, early at the cheesery <laughs> for, to get in there when they open. Like, you got any uh, Limburg cheese that isn't ready yet? I'll buy that. Yeah. Well, I, I want the real, I, I want the that. chalky stuff, please. <laughs> No, I'll add That's my, how uh, I'll Curly add, from the Three Stooges liked it. I'll add my own uh, bacteria at home. Well, I love blue cheese, Tim. I think it's weird that mold tastes so good. I don't know why nature decided to do that, but I'm glad she did. Okay. Yeah, I think, I, I don't know. I've come around on it. It used to gross me out. Um, but now I just think it's fine. It's got a little bit of a... I don't know. It just tastes a little ripe for my liking. Blue cheese is also one of those things. uh, I should have looked into this, but like you see a lot. Never stopped you before. Just keep talking. You you see a lot of blue cheese nowadays that isn't very moldy. And I think they like found a different, faster, cheaper way to make it. Hmm. But if you get some nice blue cheese, that shit's like really blue and looks disgusting. Like looks like it. It's like oh, I could see that that's moldy cheese. It looks like moldy. He's got cheese. like veins of mold in it. Yeah, like, grows through it. Yeah. Whereas I feel like a lot of the blue cheese you see nowadays is like, well, that's actually just white. That's not blue at all. Yeah. What is this white cheese? Yeah. Want my money back? Uh, my last cheese that I'm going to ask you about, Tim, is feta cheese. Um, I like feta cheese. That's sheep and goat milk. Yeah. Just so you know. Have you ever had spanakopita? Yes. That's very good. With, uh, with spinach and some phyllo dough. Mm -hmm. A delicious treat. If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. You can Tom, follow- I'm sorry I wasn't giving you. I just had nothing to say about feta cheese. You I can- think it's I think it's it's good. I used to not like it. I worked at a butcher shop and a guy said something gross about <laughs> the, the, the smell of the feta cheese and it, it grossed me out for a long time, but now I've come around. I like feta cheese. Uh, I'm, I'm happy it exists. How long how long did you work at that butcher shop? Like two years. Yeah, that that was really a formulative experience for you, huh? Yeah, I, formative, it was a formative, not form, yeah. formulative. <laughs> I mean, it really was it a was, formulaic experience for you, wasn't it? It was one of my first jobs, and like, honestly, it was a job where I was exposed. Like, I was out of my element. Yeah. Um, more so than any other job or like hobby or anything mm-hmm. that I've done in my life, right? Like, yeah. Huh. Uh, uh, I, I didn't like it there, but they, they were nice. What the guy say the feta cheese smelled like? It was something profane. I don't want to. I don't want to repeat it. 
You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. You can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow us on Instagram at TCGTE. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. And if you want to support the show, check out our sponsors. Also check out patreon.com slash complete guide for books, the podcast, but Last week and this week, volume one and two of TNT Q your QYA AYQ answer your questions where we're answering uh, questions from listeners like you. No topics off limits except for the ones we don't want to answer. Yeah, but we won't even break them up. We'll just skip those questions. <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're not gonna like read a question and be like, "We're not answering that." Yeah, we're we're answering we're answering the vast majority. I mean, people that are like, not "We're vast majority." We're answering a lot. We're answering a lot. People that are asking like, "Where our social security numbers are?" No, you're not gonna get an answer this week. But what if they're what if they need it to uh, complete the Tom Reynolds challenge where they uh, oh they have you... to like file it with the uh, IRS yeah it's su- it's such a large sum <laughs> that they need to like do a proper wire transfer look you send the money and we'll talk afterwards we'll figure it out some like Bitcoin person's gonna send me like a million dollars and then I'm gonna be in trouble <laughs> this is gonna be how I go to jail. <laughs> I'll be fine, because guess what? I'll be in jail as a millionaire. That's the best way to be. A millionaire? <laughs> Locked up for life, baby. <laughs> yeah, you demand respect when you're in there as a millionaire. Nobody will mess with you. Also, check out the Reddit. Did you say Reddit? No, I didn't. That's where we got the, uh, the, the idea the, for the, this. The topic. And yeah. uh, the Discord. Did you say the Discord? I didn't. Check that out, too. I imagine people can figure that stuff out without us yeah. giving or a prattling HGTP on and on. Colon, <laughs> backslash, backslash. Shut up. Just go Google it or something. Uh, Tim, I lied when I said I was done asking you about cheese. I have one final cheese to ask you about. <sighs> All right. Brie. Tom. Mm-hmm. Brie is fine. I think people go a little too crazy about Brie. It's too squishy. We all know this. <laughs> and also, are you supposed to eat the outside or not? Who knows? Nobody knows. You are. Or at least you can. Yeah, but it, it feels wrong. Right? Yeah, it yeah, feels you like can. you're eating you the can, wrapper. You can do a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can eat. It's like when, uh, oh, did you know that uh, the Trident gum wrapper will dissolve if you if you just chew it? Is that yeah, true? But I'll, just, I'll just unwrap <laughs> the gum. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll take the, the one chewing? second. Yeah. And who's eating trident gum? Who's chewing trident? Well, and also, who's saying it, it'll dissolve in your stomach? Is that just based on, like, any no, paper wool? Ryan event? McCaslin said it in fourth grade. <laughs> well, I don't know why you were listening to him. All right, we'll see. The, fourth grade Ryan was not the most reliable source. <laughs> A good man, though. We'll see you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.